The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, it's meteorological summer. Astronomical summer doesn't come for another couple of weeks. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, June 3rd, 2023, Saturday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Charles Luanga and his companions. Now, Charles was one of 22 Ugandan martyrs. He's the patron of youth and Catholic action in most of tropical Africa. He protected his fellow pages, ages 13 to 30, from the homosexual demands of the ruler Mwanga, and encouraged and instructed them in the Catholic faith during their imprisonment for refusing the ruler's demand. Charles himself first learned of Christ's teaching from two retainers in the court of the chief. While a catechumen, he entered the royal household as assistant to Joseph Macasso, head of the court pages. On the night of Mikasso's martyrdom for encouraging the African youths to resist Mwanga, Charles requested and received baptism. He was imprisoned with his friends, and Charles' courage and belief in God inspired them to remain chaste and faithful. Charles was burned to death on June 3, 1886, by Mwanga's order. Pope Paul VI canonized these 22 martyrs on October 18, 1964. St. Charles Luanga, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In video games that have a type of story structure, there gets a point in either a level or ultimately to to win the game of a boss battle where now all of the opponents that you've been facing throughout the game, all of the different challenges and puzzles and all that, now leads to some big conflict with a boss who is uh, significantly more powerful, who takes a lot more effort. And so it's not just a, a puny opposition, but rather this is, this is someone of power. And a boss battle can be, you try to get through all the way through the game, and then you lose at the boss battle. You just can't, you can't win or you try to get all the way through the level in some games that were a little bit more challenging and didn't have the ability to save. You lose at the end, you have to restart the whole game. And so these boss battles can be very 
fraught with tension and anxiety. Some of you've devoted hours, maybe intemperately, uh, to try to get that far and seeing what happens in, in the boss battle. Well, in our gospel, we are having jumped back into ordinary time with Mark's gospel, we've jumped back actually into Holy Week and the time of Jesus in Jerusalem. And we are getting to the boss battle. Now, ultimately, it's the devil who's the ultimate evil one that our Lord is going to overthrow his tyranny. But there's other figures that we've been hearing about through the Gospel of Mark, but haven't directly encountered yet. And one of those today is the chief priest. This is actually the first recorded conversation between Jesus and the chief priests. We heard about them in the preceding gospel about how they began to take counsel against him to kill him. And we've heard Jesus reference them that he would be handed over to the chief priests. But now this is the first time that Jesus himself is engaging with the chief priests and that they are directly engaging with him. And so, Jesus, I, I wonder, in this first confrontation, this first verbal confrontation with the chief priests, what, what that would have been like. These were the religious leaders of the entire Jewish faith. And we could think that there was maybe some tension, there was maybe uh, nerves for people around. I mean, the, this is the boss, and they're coming to confront Jesus and to ask him uh, some very direct and pointed questions. And these aren't things that are inconsequential. They want to know by what authority he is cleansing the temple. When we think about it, Jesus, in a personal way, though, these were, these were your priests because you are God. It's your temple, and these are your priests. And the worship that they've been offering, they've actually been offering to you, uh, objectively. Maybe their hearts have become corrupted and they're not recognizing you now that you've come, but because you are the one true God, all of their worship is dedicated to you. And that temple that you cleansed is dedicated to you, to your honor. It's your temple. And so when the chief priests ask by what authority you're doing these things, who gave you authority? The authority is, it's your temple. You are the God to whom the temple in Jerusalem is dedicated, and you have supreme authority as God. But this is your first conflict directly with the chief priests. And they're asking you this question, but they're not doing it in good faith. If Jesus had said to the chief priests, by my own authority, I'm God, they probably would not have believed him. Uh, they, they haven't been believing thus far. The Pharisees have been rejecting him. He's been performing miracles. He's been doing everything. And the disciples believe. But the chief priests, he, Jesus will in just a few days. Directly, I, before Abraham was, I am. Uh, he also will, when they ask him directly, you will see the Son of Man coming. And they, they tear their robes. They, they don't want to believe. And so... We, we see Jesus, this, this conflict, and it is, it is sad the way that, they, that your priests speak to you. They were probably very feared and respected people in the city, and here they are talking to, to our friend, Jesus, and questioning him. And their question is insincere. And the way we can tell that their question is insincere 
is because of the question that you ask them, Jesus, in return. Because you tell them, I, I will ask you one question, answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Right? I'm going to ask you a question first. Now, even that just shows the, the boldness and the strength of, of the character of the person of Jesus, right? Jesus, we can, we can learn from you because instead of cowering before them in their political might, you, you respond yourself with, with real authority that comes from who you are. I will ask you the question. I'm asking the question here. I'll, I start. Tell me by what authority John baptized. Was it from heaven or was it from man? Answer that and I'll answer your question. And the chief priests and the scribes that are with them, they, they refuse to answer because they know. They know that they're afraid of the crowd. So if they say that it's from man, then they're afraid that the crowd and their political favor will diminish. But they, if they say it's from heaven, they obviously didn't listen to John. They didn't believe John. And so if they say it's from heaven, they are admitting the truth, which is that there was a prophet that the people believed in who was verified, and they refused to acknowledge it. And so in their hypocrisy, in their unwillingness to admit that they didn't believe in John because of the political favor, and in their unwillingness to believe John in the first place, they, they just answer, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, and Jesus, you have masterfully overcome this obstacle, this, this first boss battle. Because now you say, well, then neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. If they can't admit knowing where John came from, being unwilling to take a stand one way or another, then neither are you going to answer them directly. And I think when we consider this in regard to the task of apostolate and evangelization, I think it's very important to be honest with where we are. And to encourage our friends and the people with whom we work to also be honest. Ultimately, the, the downfall of the chief priests and the scribes and the elders that come to Jesus is that they're unwilling to admit that they didn't believe John. Maybe if they had admitted it, maybe they said, we, we didn't believe John, then Jesus could have taught them or corrected them in some way. But they just say, we don't know. Um, they, they are the first agnostics here with regard to Christianity because they, instead of saying we believe or we don't believe, they, they're just claiming we, we don't know. And that's what agnosticism is. Atheism is when someone denies the existence of God. Agnosticism is saying, I don't know and I don't care. And that's much, much harder. If someone actually disbelieves in the existence of God or they don't believe that Jesus is God, well, then we can argue based on certain principles. But if they just simply say, I don't know and I don't care, that, that's a much more difficult place to be. And so we should encourage our friends, maybe, who are agnostic, our, if we have any family members, rather than just sticking with the I don't know answer, to really take a stand. If you really don't believe God exists, then, then say that, and then let's work from there, and let's work on principles. But just as shrug your shoulders and say, I don't know, I don't care, there, there's nothing we can, we can answer that with. And even Jesus doesn't answer them or really argue with them. He just says, well, then we don't have anything to talk about uh, until you're willing to take a stand on one belief or another. And so in our own lives, this could be a type of boss battle. 
when we come to a friend or a family member, a coworker who is agnostic, who just doesn't know and doesn't want to take a stand. And we should encourage them to, to try to stand for something. If we, can, if we can stand for something, then we can move from one place to another. But if they want to question us and rile us up and discredit what we believe, then like our Lord Jesus, we, we, don't, we don't get engaged in that with someone that's unwilling to stand on, on any one principle. But we also don't let it ruin our day. We pray for them. And ultimately, that's the best thing we could do. We, we pray for those that disagree with our faith uh, or who are unwilling to take a stand one way or another. So let's ask our Lord for the grace like him uh, to not be afraid when these tough conversations come up. Uh, but to see the real error in agnosticism and to encourage those around us to start from one principle and then we can move to another to ultimately find the truth of the authority of Jesus, his own authority as perfect God and perfect man. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. June is the month of the Sacred Heart. Oh. Uh-huh.
month of June from Michael John Poiré. That's the Sacred Heart Song. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for June 3rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. 
Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs.
The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him, fire devours. Around him, tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Come Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words? To the winds. You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Father, because Jesus, your servant, became obedient even unto death, his sacrifice was greater than all holocausts of old. Accept the sacrifice of praise we offer you through him, and may we show the effects of it in our lives by striving to do your will until our whole life becomes adoration in spirit and truth. A A sacrifice sacrifice of praise will will give me glory. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is is our our help and and our our protector. From the Book of Job Job replied to his friends and said, Be silent, let me alone, that I may speak and give vent to my feelings. I will carry my flesh between my teeth and take my life in my hand. Slay me though he might, I will wait for him. I will defend my conduct before him. And this shall be my salvation, that no impious man can come into his presence. Pay careful heed to my speech, and give my statement a hearing. Behold, I have prepared my case. I know that I am in the right. If anyone can make a case against me, then I shall be silent and die. These things only do not use against me. Then from your presence I need not hide. Withdraw your hand far from me, and let not the terror of you frighten me. Then call me, and I will respond, or let me speak first, and answer me. What are my faults and my sins? My misdeeds and my sins make known to me. Why do you hide your face and consider me your enemy? Will you harass a wind-driven leaf, or pursue a withered straw? For you draw up bitter indictments against me, and punish me in the faults of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks. You watch all my paths and trace out all my footsteps. Man born of woman is short-lived and full of trouble, like a flower that springs up and fades, swift as a shadow that does not abide. Upon such a one will you cast your eyes so as to bring him into judgment before you. Though he wears out like a leather bottle, like a garment that the moth has consumed. Can a man be found who is clean of defilement? There is none, however short his days. You know the number of his months. You have fixed the limit which he cannot pass. Look away from him and let him be, while, like a hireling, he completes his day. O Lord, do not hide your face from me. Lift away from me the weight of your hand. And And let not the fear of you you terrify me. O God, rebuke me with gentleness and not in anger, for your anger will reduce me to nothing. And And let let not the fear of you terrify me. A reading from the homily at the canonization of the martyrs of Uganda by Pope Paul VI. The African martyrs add another page to the martyrology, the Church's role of honor, an occasion both of mourning and of joy.
This is a page worthy in every way to be added to the annals of that Africa of earlier times, which we, living in this era and being men of little faith, never expected to be repeated. In earlier times there occurred those famous deeds, so moving to the spirit, of the martyrs of Scilly, of Carthage, and of that white-robed army of Utica, commemorated by St. Augustine and Prudentius, of the martyrs of Egypt, so highly praised by St. John Chrysostom, and of the martyrs of the Vandal persecution. Who would have thought that in our days we should have witnessed events as heroic and glorious? Who could have predicted to the famous African confessors and martyrs such as Cyprian, Felicity, Perpetua, and the greatest of all, Augustine, that we would one day add names so dear to us as Charles Loanga and Matthias Malumba Kalemba and their twenty companions? Nor must we forget those members of the Anglican Church who also died for the name of Christ. These African martyrs herald the dawn of a new age. If only the mind of man might be directed not toward persecutions and religious conflicts, but toward a rebirth of Christianity and civilization. Africa has been washed by the blood of these latest martyrs, the first of this new age. And, God willing, let them be the last although such a holocaust is precious indeed. Africa is reborn free and independent. The infamous crime by which these young men were put to death was so unspeakable and so expressive of the times. It shows us clearly that a new people needs a moral foundation, needs new spiritual customs firmly planted to be handed down to posterity. Symbolically, this crime also reveals that a simple and rough way of life, enriched by many fine human qualities, yet enslaved by its own weakness and corruption, must give way to a more civilized life, wherein the higher expressions of the mind and better social conditions prevail. We are warriors now, fighting on the battlefield of faith, and God sees all we do. The angels watch, and so does Christ. What, what honor, honor and glory and joy to, to do battle in the presence, in the presence of God, God and, and to have Christ approve our victory. Let us arm ourselves in full strength and prepare ourselves for the ultimate struggle with blameless hearts, true faith, and unyielding courage. What, what honor, honor and, and glory and joy, and joy to, do to do battle in the presence, in the presence of God, God and, and to, to have Christ approve our victory. Let us pray. O God, who have made the blood of martyrs the seed of Christians, mercifully grant that the field which is your church, watered by the blood shed by St. Charles Luanga, and his companions may be fertile and always yield you an abundant harvest. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Pharisees basically ask Jesus for his ID, and he turns the tables on them. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And they came again to Jerusalem. As Jesus was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, or who gave you this authority to do them? I will ask you a question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from men? Answer me. And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But shall we say from men? They were afraid of the people, for all held that John was a real prophet. So they answered Jesus. Uh, We do not know. Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. Mary, sing with joyful heart. You shall bury man you Virgin Mother full of grace Pray for us to God your Son Ave, Ave, Ave Maria Ave, Ave, Ave Maria soul of God's great love. Sing my heart your song of joy. Praise his wonders, praise his name. Praise his gift of God, my son. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. Shepherds watch Praise to God His peace on earth Christ the Savior Shepherd King Sleeps in straw in David's town Ave 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 Maria
God's great glory, Christ the Lord, comes to claim His dwelling place. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. child of grace here in God my father's house where the son is there is God I am God's new house of prayer Every Saturday is Mary's Day, and there's a little something for our Blessed Mother from Steve Angrisano. Ave Maria and Mary sing with joyful heart. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church once again in prayer as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. With souls alert for happiness, we sing the praises which are due to Their dedicated blood 
was shed by torture's cruel craven hand their dauntless courage was upheld by grace of life that never ends. Devoted faith of all the saints, believers hope that never wanes. The perfect charity Christ, the Prince of Darkness, soon defeat. In them the Father's glory shines. In them the Exults with all the joy of Christ that fills the courts of bliss above. Redeemer of all men, we pray. Permit your lowly servants here to share the martyr's fellowship forever in your realm of We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We do well to sing your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, They are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree.
and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will will create create a new heart in you and and breathe into you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations, gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the lips of the children and infants, you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arraign, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man, that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. 
let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips lips of of the children children and infants, infants, you you have have found perfect perfect praise. praise. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The Word of the Lord The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. God himself is their reward. They live with him forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The just are the friends of God. They live with him forever. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. 
You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You redeemed us by your blood. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who have made the blood of martyrs the seed of Christians, mercifully grant that the field which is your church, watered by the blood, shed by St. Charles Luanga and his companions, may be fertile and always yield you an abundant harvest. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, I mentioned that it's the month of the Sacred Heart. In just a little under two weeks, we'll celebrate the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and then the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. But tomorrow we celebrate the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. It's interesting how the Church has given us all of these beautiful feasts right after the end of the Easter season. Be sure to make plans to get to Mass, either tonight or tomorrow, whatever is allowed in your diocese. The Saturday edition of Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.